I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV here on AfterBuzz Networks. You're watching Mini Spotlights, the show where we highlight celebrities in Hollywood. And today I have none other than the Miss Cameron Parker with me in the hey, studio. Hey, hi. How are you doing today? It's so good to see you and be here. Good to see you too. And thanks for coming all the way from Arizona. Of course, just for us. you. Yes, just for us here on AfterBuzz. <laughs> see, that's so nice of her, right? That's So in case you guys didn't know, February is actually National Heart Health Month. It is. Is that correct? It is. And who better to have in the studio than Miss Cameron Parker? <laughs> in case you guys don't know, she is an international supermodel and a celebrity advocate Thank for you. multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. And how does that tie into National Heart Awareness Month? Well, uh, MS and heart disease actually tie in very much so together. And I didn't know that that would happen except for last October, I had a widow maker heart attack. Right. And you actually have an incredible story Thank that I want to get into, but yeah. I just want to take it, take it way back to like mm-hmm. your beginning career and your life. Um, first as a supermodel, I know you were traveling the world, you've worked for you some bet. incredible brands mm-hmm. and you were always aware that you um, had MS Right. But Actually, I was diagnosed in January of 1998, and uh, by fluke, I found out about my diagnosis. I was uh, ill, and my neurologist that was assigned to my case actually ran some extra tests, and I had some symptoms, but I just had the perfect answer, what I thought were the perfect answers to his questions, and they really weren't. Um, so, oh, upon so you thought, you were just giving him answers that Oh, you yeah, like, of course, as a model, I just came off the runway, and when you trip and fall, you always blame the shoes. It's not It's not because you were faint or yes, anything. or it, anything was wrong. We always blame the shoes. Uh, but upon my diagnosis and walking through everything, number one, no one would have hired me if they'd known that I'd had multiple sclerosis only because it's such a a long shot. You don't know if you're going to, I have relapsing remitting MS. And so you don't know whether or not I'm going to be laid up, how long I'm going to be laid up, uh, if I'm going to lose my vision, if I'm going to be in a wheelchair. It's uh, no two MS patients are alike. So kind of planned it all out with my doctor and uh, for a little over 10 years I kept it a great big secret because I had to use every modeling job modeling gig any place in the world to pay for my MS treatment wow so actually for that period only you and your doctor and my parents your family yes exactly and that's hard too because um, with modeling um, I also am a freelance model Mm -hmm. so we both know that world like we don't have Really, There's healthcare that you you're know, exactly right. You're 100 percent responsible. You're an for independent everything. contractor, yep. and no benefits. <laughs> and no benefits, exactly. What is the benefit? We don't even get clothes. Like we have to wear them, and then they, they take them off. You know, how about so funny? Is give away. My friends all the time are like, "Do you get free clothes?" I'm like, actually, no. <laughs> you know what? One time I got this like red sports jacket <laughs> that probably wasn't even it. finished on the inside. <laughs> no, it was a sample from a really, really old season, and they were like, "Oh, everyone can pick one one item." And we're like, cool, thank you. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Next. Yeah, that's so funny. So there's a myth right there, guys. Modeling, you don't don't get to keep a lot of your clothes. And you get steam burns and pen, and then you get put in funky shoes that make you shrimp. 
Right. <laughs> it's the shoes. It's always the it's shoes. It's the shoes. Yeah. Okay, so this went on for 10 years, you said? I, as I mentioned, I was diagnosed in January of 1998, and it was only up until uh, October of 2009 I felt um, comfortable enough to tell my story. And I actually shared it with a journalist that followed me for about a week. And we had some parameters. I wanted to make sure that the story was authentic. Uh, I wanted my talk to match my walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did that. And I am so grateful for her because she just, it was a beautiful, beautiful uh, magazine. And and just the story was really talked about the journey. Um, And it was very hopeful. And that's all I really wanted to do was inspire and hope. And and how can I do something for those of us with MS? Mm-hmm. And going on that point, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't aren't familiar with the symptoms of MS or how it affects your life. So mm-hmm. what was that like on your day-to-day having to deal with that and trying to have this career? And what kind of things did that, you go through and experience? Well, first of all, what multiple sclerosis, I think a lot of people don't quite understand it. And that, that's fair. Uh, no two MS patients are alike. Um, I can't tell you why today I can stand up. Um, I, just because I'm not in a wheelchair or walking without a cane does not mean I don't have MS. You can't see my two eye surgeries that I've had to save my vision. I've had MS cataracts, so th- those lesions are on my optic nerve. I can't tell you why um, it attacks my uh, optic nerve in my brain. Um, it's an autoimmune disease as well as a neurological disease. So. Again, never judge a book by its cover, and I know that sounds very strange as a model Mm -hmm. uh, to say that, but um, MS is very, very tricky. We don't have a cure. Uh, One of my biggest passions right now in life is changing the face of MS and getting us to a cure faster because my life now depends on a cure. Wow, that's powerful. Yeah, so... You know, from the evolution of when I was first diagnosed, there were three disease-modifying drugs. Now there are over 18, which are fantastic, except for the fact they're not a cure. Mm-hmm. They just slow the progression of the disease. Mm-hmm. So we got to get to a cure faster, and I, that's my goal. So what kind of activities are you involved in, um, with this and advocating for this? Well, number one, uh, when I speak at fundraisers, I do. I have a great time meeting fellow MS patients. I'm this year. I'm booked at three gigs in Canada, oh, so fine. I get to speak in French and uh, uh, speak to others and bring awareness to that. Um, I never charge a speaker's fee when I'm raising money for those of us that have MS. Uh, in the last six events alone. A collective total, I am just shy of $1 million that wow. I have helped raise. Wow. So uh, I'm passionate about that. I want to get us to a cure faster. How can I do that? What am I doing for those of us that have MS? I am actually getting out there and doing it, um, changing how people think about it, asking the right questions, um, and getting opening eyes to research. Uh, and, you know, no, I'm not going to be sad or crying just because this happens to me. Um, yeah, I have a bad day. So does everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody has, that's laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's great. I wish we had like an applause, you know, oh, in the, some studios you. there have like that little <laughs> applause thing, but that's thank so, you. that's amazing. Thank um, you. 
What do you know, like statistics, like how, how many percentage mm-hmm. of the population has? I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> I do have the statistics, and I'll tie that into national heart disease in just right. a second. Okay. Um, there are over 2 million MS sufferers worldwide. That number is greater than what uh, the National MS Society originally thought uh, a year and a half ago. Um, that number is like 2.3 million now suffer from MS, and that is a global uh, number. Now, tie that into a heart disease. Um, here in the United States, one out of five women die of heart disease. If you are a woman with MS, you're twice as you have twice the odds of dropping dead of heart failure. Mm. So, collectively, you need to have a great neurologist uh, working with a cardiologist. Uh, and working together for you. It's not a one-size-fits-all situation at all. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so, yeah, and that's very hard when not everybody has the same symptoms, and it's not really like, okay, you're, you have this, so we need to do this, this, and this. Exactly, and I think there's some misperception about what drugs are out there. They're not to make you feel better for those of us that have MS. They're to slow the progression of the disease. Mm-hmm. It's not something that you can just take one week and be like, oh, it didn't work for me. No, 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 that's not how it works. You've got to do some other things. Um, uh, surround yourself with positive people. And if all you can do is sit up and blink your eyes and that's a good day, then celebrate that. Mm-hmm. It starts with just the simplistic things of life and giving thanks that you can sit up and blink your eyes. Mm -hmm. It starts with that. Yeah, and I want to bring you to this magazine. We have two magazines here that you look stunning on the cover of. Hopefully we can see that. This is um, the one from January 2020. And you actually say here in your interview, um, talking about living life to the fullest. You bet. So like you just said, that's that's such um, an important thing that I think people a lot of times lose sight of especially like when you get to a city like this, like Hollywood, mm-hmm. where everyone's chasing their dreams and everyone's caught up in social media. And it's sure. like, you just wake up one day and have coffee and sit outside and just listen to the birds. You know, people forget to do that. Inspiration is everywhere. I sometimes say, walk into your closet or just open the closet door, depending on where you where mm-hmm. y'all live. <laughs> um, art is sitting right there. Look at it. Be inspired by it. Whether If it's all black, then okay, change it. Add some white to it. Do something. But take in living life to the fullest. What does what purpose does that serve? First of all, it will change your attitude when you first wake up in the morning. Not every day is going to be great. If you are in pain, if you're suffering from some type of ailment, and shoot, I mean, come on, I have MS, and then shoot, I have a heart attack, and I got to have heart surgery. Okay, you didn't stop now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so where I'm thankful, I'm thankful for my amazing family. Um, my amazing friends, um, the the dynamic beauty that they bring in. You breathe it in every day, and you just it's gratitude, and you surround yourself with that, and I swear you'll go far. You'll mm-hmm. go far. And the mornings, like you said, the mornings are so important, and I, I like to know about people's morning routines. So would you mind sharing what, <laughs> what do you do in the morning that creates your perfect, great energy for your day? So funny that you're saying that because I was just laughing. I was like, okay, if I'm getting up at 5 in the morning, I have to beat my face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there better be a whole camera crew around, okay? I'm not a morning person, but I will tell you this. Um, my morning routine is very simple. 
if you were to see me, I people get the giggles whenever they see me. My husband giggles at me. I am a big fan of boxer shorts, my Alabama uh, sweatshirt, my Alabama alumni sweatshirt, something. Um, that big cup of coffee or tea, and I watch the sun rise, and I watch it set every day. Just a few seconds of both. Let me tell you, it's a perfect way to start and a perfect ending. Mm -hmm. That sounds very, very peaceful. Simple. Oh, I'm loving my dogs. I have two little weenie rescues, oh, yeah. and they're, they have fabulous wardrobes, too. <laughs> Do they have dog sweaters? Oh, gosh. Oh, a lot? A lot. And bow ties? They, uh, well, they have, like, Supreme. Like Louis Vuitton Supreme, sorry, oh, wow. didn't mean to brag, but like hoodies, they're super cute. Um, tutus. I'm assuming uh, they also have a stroller. No stroller. No. no, they have to walk. Oh, you know, their mama well. has to walk, so <laughs> no stroller. They have to, you know, learn. They've got to sing for supper mm -hmm. or bark for supper, I guess. <laughs> and you've always been really into fashion. Obviously, you were doing you. runways and stuff like that. Yeah. And this jacket we were talking about before Thank we got in the studio you. is amazing. I have to tell you, uh, my very, very, very dear. friend, Friend, best friend in the whole world, Peach Carr from Chicago, Illinois. She was on Project Runway. Um, cool. Queen of the one-liners actually made this for me. And actually on the back of it has um, my, my face on the back of it. But <laughs> she did all the hand beating. And this was a real work of love for her, from her to me. And um, it's brought me great joy to wear it. So I'm glad I can wear it in the studio for you. Right. It's amazing. It Thank looks so you. awesome. Thank That's you. one thing that I need to work on. I, I'm not, I don't spend a lot of time on my fashion. I like to think that I do, but in the mornings, you know, sometimes it's hard. You're like, ah, oh, just let me put on clothes so I can leave the house right yeah. now. <laughs> yep. Well, I, you know, just so long as things, you don't want to look like a hot mess or, or right. that you were dragged by a bumper of the car <laughs> going by or something. But I will say never wear pajamas to Starbucks, please. What is that all about? Okay, the love knot, brush your hair, okay, because somebody has to stand behind you. Okay, no pajamas at Starbucks, please, ever. Yeah, no, I never do that. I never okay. do pajamas, but sometimes at my lowest, I'll go, like, jeans and a hoodie. Okay, that's cute. That's fine, right? That's cute. Yeah, as long as you have, sun, like, awesome sunnies. Okay. There you go. Okay, Tie it up I'm with some great shades. Take notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so I also know that you have uh, recently gotten married. Is that correct? Oh, uh, we got married in 2017, but yeah, I guess we okay. would still call it newlywed. In this decade. Yes. Uh, close. We're in a yeah. new decade now, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> It's okay. Close, close. <laughs> How are you enjoying that life? And uh, Well, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, getting married at this age, you know, what I think probably the weirdest question I think anybody asked was are you going to register what's that like you don't register when you're my age <laughs> or my husband's age that ship has sailed so what we did when something that we're very very proud of is we had three of our um, charities that we're very very passionate about and our friends were so amazing and so giving we raised over six figures for those three charities wow. um when a one of which, of course, was the National MS Society. Uh, the second one was the Biltmore Eye Foundation. My husband is an amazing eye surgeon. Uh, and the third, um, I just love it, it was the Animal Rescue uh, it, that just does incredible things. And it's actually located here in California. Oh, so really? um, pay it forward and uh, celebrate life and love with gifts for them. That's nice. Yeah. I, I love animal rescues and and things of that nature too. You bet. But what a great way to celebrate 
you know, something like that. Oh, so take the mind going on a honeymoon or something. Just... Oh gosh, no, 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 no. <laughs> and uh, we like throw... I've been all over the world. It's uh, nice yeah, <laughs> it's more of we just want to throw a really big party and have a great time and and uh, just celebrate that we're both alive and able to do that. And when my husband and I married, I I got an instant family. I actually um, inherited. Um, three grown children and now four grandchildren and I wow wow that's, that's well, a lot it's a lot and it's a lot of sound they talk very loud <laughs> and all the time right? like non-stop why is the sky blue oh my gosh I know my best friend she has two babies and I always go visit them and I'll just need I'll need to be like I, I need to go outside and just listen to nothing for for five minutes Thank you for saying I can totally understand because sometimes they ask the question, I go, why is that even coming out of your mouth? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't get this. Mm -hmm. You're five. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So my last question I had, we got to wrap up Mm -hmm. pretty quick, but I did have a question that I wanted to ask you um, before about going back to when you were talking about how you're helping um, trying to find cures and things for this. So have you been able to actually talk to a lot of doctors that are working on these things? Uh, I have, and I actually uh, just met with uh, Congressman Greg Stanton, who uh, is facilitating the meeting with the National Institute of Health for me, and I will be going and speaking on the importance of funding um, for researchers. I will be going in front of Congress. Wow. So Another applause. Another applause. Uh, <laughs> thank sound you. effect here. Thank you. That's amazing. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's so only exciting. just beginning. It's only just beginning. Oh, so. we have oh, one. We have one. Yay. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. And you'll have to keep us updated. We're out of time for this interview, unfortunately, but okay. we are so thankful that you, you were able to come and hang out with us here on Mini Spotlights at After Buzz TV. And um, if people want to keep up with you, where can they find you at? Oh, my goodness. Well, every magazine right now. Right. Yeah, we <laughs> or got see two. me on the red carpet. See me on the red carpet. Instagram at Cameron Parker McCulloch. Twitter, Facebook. And we're right there. Amazing. Great. Thanks, Thanks, everybody, for joining. I'm your host, Juana Dizon, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 